Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Now in a segment called uh, Crazy Famous People in the News, I guess you could say they're racist famous people in the news. Maybe that's accurate. I don't know. Is Kanye racist or crazy? Or both? Is this Kyrie? Yeah, they're not. They're not mutually exclusive. Is this basketball player that many of you have never heard of, Kyrie Irving, racist or crazy or both? And uh, he and Kanye are intertwined in this topic. It turns out. Maybe I'll do the Kanye thing first. NBC is reporting uh, a guy that used to work with Ye on and off from fourteen to eighteen said he recalled multiple times, and his name, he's putting his name on it. This is not anonymous. His name is Ryder Rips, and he worked for Kanye for four years. Cool name. He recalled multiple times when Ye spoke positively about Hitler and the Nazis or mentioned anti-Jewish conspiracies during meetings in the summer and fall of 2018. Spoke positively about Hitler? Good Lord. Now, positively in what way? He was right about the Jews, or he was a snappy dresser? Those are two completely different things. Yeah, I'd steer clear of that in general, yeah, if I were you. But Rips, you. who is Jewish, said he pushed back against Ye's comments at the time, but thought they didn't seem that dangerous. After Ye's most recent wave of statements, however, Rips said he sees things differently. This is dangerous and disgusting and actually violent. Um, Ye, this, according to NBC News, there was a settlement. Ye paid a former employee 
who alleged having witnessed more than one incident in which Ye praised Hitler or the Nazis in business meetings. Ye paid him to sign a non-disclosure. Here, I'll give in you In business meetings. In business meetings. Well, did you, did you, I keep asking people this, and I, I might be the only person in America who actually watched the interview Tucker Carlson did with Kanye. It was like 20 minutes long, and he aired it twice, I think. He rambles, man. Kanye rambles from topic to topic to topic, seemingly uncaring or unaware of how it might be received and what his audience is at the time. So I'm not shocked in the least that he would throw, he would just riff on the Nazis or Hitler in a business meeting. It doesn't surprise me at all based on the interview he did with Tucker. Wow. So there's that. Uh, so then actually when he gets done talking to these side, I probably shouldn't have said about, that about Hitler in front of these people. Hey, I'll give you $50,000 if you sign this piece of paper that you'll never tell anybody that I was riffing <laughs> about Hitler in the meeting. Done. Shove it over here. Because <laughs> there is one point in his uh, interview with Tucker where he said, I don't remember if he was talking about Jewish conspiracies or whatever. He threw something out and he says, oh, man, I shouldn't have said that. Can you edit that out of the interview? Edit that out, please. And Tucker left it in to his credit. Mm-hmm. But um, so he sometimes realizes, ah, I shouldn't have said that. So a different guy and this one, not near as famous. Also a wealthy celebrity, though, Kyrie Irving, who plays for the Brooklyn Nets. He is a basketball player. On Friday night, he tweeted a link to an Amazon Prime video. It's a 2018 film called Hebrews Hebrews to Negroes, Wake Up Black America. The film claims to uncover the true identity of the children of Israel and unearths what Islam, Judaism, and Christianity have covered up for centuries in regards to the true biblical identity of the so-called Negro Blah, blah, blah. It uh, denies the Holocaust ever existing. Um, uh, it, uh, it it has some uh, explaining Hitler. Uh, Hitler's misunderstood stuff in it. Wow. I've, n- I've not seen the movie or anything like that. But anyway, so this basketball player tweets a link to it and then got called out on it. And uh, you're, you're about to hear him. There's an update to the clip we're about to play. Maybe we'll play the clip first. So this is... After a game last night, Charles Barkley had said yesterday, the NBA has really dropped the ball on this. Charles Barkley is probably the most important voice in the entire National Basketball Association, wouldn't you say? If he's if yeah. he comments mm-hmm. on something, it moves people and people react. And I think it's the reason we have the update we're about to do. But Charles Barkley said yesterday, the NBA has dropped the ball on this. Um, th- I can't believe we're still talking about this idiot talking about Kyrie here. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Who's one of the biggest stars in the past decade? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but so he got questioned about the tweeting out the anti-Jewish movie by a reporter last night after a game. To follow up on the promotion of the movie and the book. Can you please stop calling it a promotion? What am I promoting? Put it out on your platform. But I'm promoting it. Do you see me doing? Do you see Fine, me in front of the, it out there, the people title? are going to say that you are. Yeah, I put promoting. it out there, just like you put things out there, right? Yeah, but I. Okay. I, it's not. You put stuff, things out there for a living, right? Right, but my great, stuff great. is so not. Let's move on. Filled let's with move on. Anti-Semitic. Let's stuff. move on. Don't dehumanize me up here. I, I'm not. I'm not doing I'm that. Another You're human free to post I can what, post whatever I want. So say that what, and shut it down and move on to the next question. But Kyrie, you have to understand that by I don't have post, to understand anything from you. It's not me. Nothing. By no people that you're making up, bro. Move on. But by posting, move on. Next question. Anybody Do you guys have any more questions? And they're going to say, you guys have any more questions? Because this is going to be a clip. Beliefs. This is going to be a clip that he's going to marvel at. Is this any more questions? But you're not answering the question. Oh, this is another answering your question. Oh, my God. Let's make another Instagram clip so we could be famous again. 
Next question. That was after days of him not answering the question. So do you believe this movie, or are you wanting people to watch it, or what? why did you tweet out the link? And he just wouldn't say. So, Yeah. They're continuing to follow up. Anyway, so the way these things usually resolve, and I, again, I think it's because Charles Barkley said something. Kyrie Irving takes responsibility for his tweet now. This is this morning. That, oh. was, that clip you just heard was last night. And will donate $500,000 to somebody. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver remains disappointed, which I think is, which is a funny headline. Uh, Commissioner Silver, are you still disappointed? Yes, I remain disappointed. I'll let you know if later this afternoon, probably around four, I stop being disappointed. But as of now, I remain disappointed. I woke up disappointed. I'm hoping tomorrow I will be undisappointed. Wow. Or appointed, if you will. So I would suggest to ye, Kyrie Irving's management company said to him, uh, uh, friend, we have a serious problem here. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm sure it was. If you want to continue to do this for a living, here's the steps you should probably take. Yeah. First of all, check a half a million dollars to somebody. And then uh, say you're really, really, really double secret probation, triple sorry. And then, and then don't do it again. You know, I would like to figure out what he makes per year it's and what percentage. 40 million? I think so. That's, said. So $500,000 would be 180th of his gross pay. I'm thinking about if I was forced to give 180th of my gross pay, I would think, dang it. Oh, well. <laughs> right. Yeah. Dang, that sucks. Anyway, sure seems yeah. like a nice day. Should we go for a bike ride? Yeah, yeah, so boohoo. Uh, the popularity of that whole um, black people are the true lost tribes of Israel. They're the true Jews. The Jews are fake Jews. The, the, the fact that anybody goes along with that, because the least bit of looking into it, I mean, if you get away from the people pitching that theory, um, the least bit of looking into it discredits it completely, but... I don't know. It's hot for some reason. It's having its moment, as they say. It must just be unimaginative or something. I just, I just don't ever think about this stuff. I just, I don't feel. I don't, I don't think about like a race is dominating things or a religion or a whatever. I just, I just don't think about things in those terms for some reason. I guess a lot of people do. Uh, yeah, yeah, they do. Apparently, Adam Silver remains disappointed. That is a funny line. <laughs> Still disappointed. <laughs> Adam, how are you feeling? I'm still disappointed. <laughs> you mind if I print that? Go ahead, quote me. <laughs> so, since he wrote the check and took full responsibility, I just need to know where you are. Re-disappointment. Totally undisappointed now. Feeling good. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, you know, my God. If, if someday... We've been through this song and dance so many million times. We've done it ourselves. Um, yeah. We've had to do it ourselves. But just this, we all know how it usually plays out. Um, and does anybody believe that Kyrie Irving feels any differently than he did in that clip we played from last night or a week ago when he sent out the tweet? Has anything changed in his mind about anything? No. But no, you he, issue a faux apology, you cut a check, you move on. Right. He quacks like a duck, and he writes somebody a check, 
and then we act like something was accomplished? I I guess it scares other people for for speaking out loud things they think. I guess that's what you accomplish. Well, yeah, I just and he didn't quack like a duck. His people quack like a duck, duck for him, as I understand it. But you know, if he came out and said, you know, it's funny, I got uh, I watched a bunch of these videos and I became convinced they're true, and 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 man, they led me to say some things that now I realize were I, I don't know what I was thinking, but no, this is absolutely not true. I would accept his apology sure. and move on. Oh, absolutely. Of course, I'm not a Jew, but um, you know, I think any Jewish person of good conscience would appreciate that. Um, but nobody even requires that. <laughs> Issue the faux apology, cut a check. Well, and both sides of it suck. Uh, no, nobody requires that. And if you do that, oftentimes nobody will accept your apology. Look, I'd seen part of the movie. I It's completely different than I thought it was. No, I don't agree with that at all. I shouldn't have tweeted it out you yeah, I, if it was me i just watched the first 10 minutes i didn't realize it went so sideways <laughs> that doesn't work either so it's it sucks on both ends if you quack like a duck they accept it if you um and cut a check you know it ends the controversy a lot of times but then if you if you explained it away so oftentimes that, that doesn't matter intent doesn't matter Oh what? yeah, that's what, that's does... one of the worst most idiotic insidious things about the whole woke movement Intent doesn't matter. Remember, the Please. New York Times stated that. that oh, intent doesn't matter. I know. It's, it's again, idiotic and insidious. No, I didn't know that phrase meant this to people. Sorry I said it. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Or you if the have recipient known. who's offended is mentally ill or shouldn't be offended, that doesn't matter either. Just crazy. Hey, NBA, uh, for the games tonight, I want to see I want to see the following words uh, printed on the court. End racism now, except against Jews. Mm. Go ahead with your constant messages of enlightenment and progressivism. Shut up. Let me check the headlines again. Nope. Adam Silver remains disappointed. <laughs> Boy, this is some long lasting disappointment he's suffering through. <laughs> I feel for the man. <laughs> Hopefully he'll have a good lunch and uh, maybe a cup of coffee, loosen his tie and not be disappointed this afternoon. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I want to get into a couple of scandals. Uh, number one, uh, the world of professional cornhole has been rocked by a cheating scandal. Um, and uh, also, uh, we got one email I didn't squeeze in on the why women are particularly prone to falling for the woke thing from one of our beloved female listeners. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. Yeah, yeah. Among others, I mean, it got like 30 things we could talk about. Yeah, who has the time? Um, feel like I need a good tease. Oh, here's a good one. What percentage of U.S. adults die from binge drinking, according to this new study? What? Could this possibly be true? Like immediately or in the long term? I guess I'll stay tuned. Stay tuned. Before I have my fourth martini. (laughs) Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. According to this, 20% of U.S. adults die from binge drinking. It's a little clickbaity, this headline. The details are still fairly shocking, though. Hmm. Going after my hobbies now. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, so, uh, oh, speaking of hobbies, I'm looking at this uh, professional cornhole rocked by cheating scandal at league championship. Jack mentioned this earlier. Uh, you got uh, one team accused of using lighter or smaller bags and I thought the bags were too thin. They said, blah, blah, blah. There are other people accused of, like, boiling them or putting the wrong. Oh, sorry. My bad. I got my cue speaker on. Uh, anyway, um, they're uh, cheating in all sorts of different ways. And, and the thing that strikes me is people cheated everything. And, you know, with chess or, or what was the other one recently with the cheating? Fishing. Yeah, um, I, I'm not built that way. If I was on a cornhole team and somebody said, hey, we should... Uh... We should uh, alter the bags so they're they're smaller. I think we'd want. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. We can make money. Some players reportedly can rack upwards of twenty five thousand dollars. I'm sorry, two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year through various income streams with and related to the game, including endorsements, of course. Um, we could also, you know, <laughs> uh, put masks on and go in that bank and pull a gun and get money too. There's lots of different ways to get money, but I'd rather just not do that. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, sometimes the degree of dishonesty matters. Pistol whipping a teller is not exactly like cheating at cornhole. But, um, you know, it's funny. If you were to ask uh, my friends on the left, for instance, in fact, I'll ask you now. We have some listeners who are incredibly patient, uh, folks of a liberal bent, who listen to the show. Um, Do people cheat at sports? Games? Well, the answer is clearly yes, of course they do, all the time. But people don't cheat at welfare, and they don't cheat at voting. Why not? Same humans. It's the same abhorrent, ugly, dishonest, nasty, selfish humans who are cheating at everything else. That's why you have to have safeguards. It's kind of interesting that the very top level of fishing, chess, and cornhole Within a month, we had people cheating. Is there something, is that part of the, we were talking about the other day, the mood in the air right now where everything is just ugly? In selfishness. I mean, because not too long ago, if these guys were exposed as cheaters, it would be like devastating for life. The whispers would follow them around for the rest of their days. I I know that in the world of golf, that's the way it still is. But it's not so much as it used to be. So even if you stopped cheating, nobody would ever believe your accomplishments ever again. They'd always be tainted, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, I mentioned this, so I thought I'd go to it. Uh, Mallory writes on the question of why women are particularly prone to falling for the woke thing. 35-year-old female listened to you since I was 21. Said, I think women are more susceptible to the woke crowd because women tend to follow each other and have the need to be involved in a crowd. Uh, building coalitions, I've heard it described as uh, by anthropologists. It takes a strong woman with great confidence and ideas to really step out from the crowd and stand up for herself. If something is trendy, women are more likely to flock together. They don't want to seem like an outsider or unpopular. And I get that because the idea of a a dude who's uh, who's a rugged loner and stands up to the crowd and and you know whatever. Guys will admire that, even if they disagree with them. I think that's a lot tougher for women to do. If you're under tremendous pressure. Yep. If you ever miss an hour of the show, you can dig it up in podcast form. Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Switching gears, uh, did you guys see this? Adele just revealed that her name is actually pronounced Adele. Adele's name is pronounced Adele. <laughs> or as her fans put it, uh, no. <laughs> President Biden warned yesterday that Republican Senator Rick Scott wants to cut Social Security and Medicare and added, quote, hot damn, boy. By the way, using the phrase hot damn, boy, instantly qualifies you for Medicare. Yeah. Oh, hey, speaking of late night comics... I meant to get to this story. Uh, Stephen Colbert, for some reason, 
took a shot at the guy running for um, governor of Michigan and accused him of making up a person and a controversy and the and the person involved said, uh, "Excuse me, I'm completely real. I'm the guy. I, all you have to do is Google it. You'd have figured out I was the guy." So why is Stephen Colbert going to the trouble of lying about the Michigan gubernatorial contest? I don't know. Was there a punchline? Is that it? No. Well, no. Uh, he brings up this uh, guy, uh, Tudor Dixon. Actually, Tudor Dixon's not a guy. It's a woman um, running for uh, governor of Michigan and uh, says um, a, a father approached her during a town hall and alerted her that there's pornographic material being found in school libraries across Michigan, and he was outraged by it. He happens to be a Muslim fella, and it's become a huge issue in the Muslim community and around Detroit. But anyway... So uh, Colbert says, Dixon's not the only one worried about this issue. So is the guy she totally made up, he told his viewers. Hmm. Was he misled by a bad reporting or something? Yeah, probably so. That's a weird thing to even address in your monologue, though. Taking shots at the really impressive gal running for Michigan's governorship. I hope she wins. So the Federal Reserve raised the interest rate 0.75 points yesterday, not a surprise to anybody. So that puts the current uh, interest rate at about 4%. And, I mean, I don't quite understand how. It's between 3.75 and 4. I don't understand how it's a range. Um, and then why, if it's at 3.75, then my the 30-year fixed is like 8. But anyway, that's the way it works. And uh, they point out in the Wall Street Journal that there is no example of bringing down inflation without achieving rates that are above the current inflation rate. The current inflation rate, according to the Fed, because they use the personal consumption expenditure inflation rate. All right. As do I. That's their favorite number. That's at 6.2% currently. So there's no example in history of bringing down inflation unless you get the interest rate above the current inflation rate. So the current inflation rate is 6.2. The current interest rate is about 4. So we got quite a ways to go, like two full percentage points, unless the inflation comes down. You know, I'm reminded of the disclaimer at the end of investment ads, past performance does not guarantee future, uh, whatever the heck. But, um, uh, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, it's possible we have different tools now or use them more effectively, but good golly, if the Fed rate is at six, the consumer rates are going to be horrific. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if the actual, yeah, what will a home loan be if they actually get the Fed rate up to six? Well, I guess uh, doing the math, it would be uh, certainly double digits. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, look forward to that then. Let's let's uh, if we if we once we get out of this inflation, once we get out of this inflation, let's never do this again. All right, people, please. Are you unfamiliar with humankind? Well, if it's every forty years, I I'm unlikely to live long enough for it to be a problem. So, but uh, am I going to be a bitter old man in forty years? You can't even imagine. God, if I am alive in my nineties, and inflation comes back. And I'm down to my last dime. I'm eating dog food. I'm going to be early, man. dumb sons of bitch. Never mind. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> so, as usual, a misleading headline to get you to click on it. 
of U.S. adults die from binge drinking. Well, you see that, and hang on, that seems extraordinarily high. One out of five. Well, first of all, by adult, they mean people between the age of 20 and 49. So that's not all adults. Oh, okay. And they're looking at a recent four-year period. The findings were published in the journal JAMA. That's the Journal of American Medical Association or whatever that is. It's, you know, prestigious. Yeah. Uh When the age bracket is extended to 20 to 64... It's one in eight, so it goes from one in five to one in eight. It's still pretty high. Deaths fully attributable to alcohol have risen a lot in the past decade, they believe. Not surprising. It's a drug. It is a leading preventable cause of premature death. Heart disease, cancer, unintentional injury, liver disease, all kinds of things. We all know that. The three leading causes of alcohol-related deaths in each group were the same for men and women. For example, between 20 and 34, um, other poisonings, vehicle crashes, and homicide. What would other poisonings be? You're really drunk and you take fentanyl? Yeah, I guess, or Clorox, or uh, uh, too many drugs? I don't know. Hmm. The CDC estimated that one in six adults binge drink. What is binge drinking? you got to qualify our terms always on any of these discussions. Qualified is four or more drinks in one sitting. Four or more? You mean every Sunday when I'm watching football? Or Just getting started. Every World Series game I watch? I mean, it's a three-hour game. Am I going to have four beers watching a three-hour baseball game? Yes. Well, and that's always bothered me, because as a roughly 200-pound male, slightly under today, we'll see how it goes, um, I can metabolize two drinks in an hour like a ring and a bell. So I could have in that three-hour baseball game, which is unnecessarily long, and a pitch clock is coming next season. Um, I could easily metabolize uh, half a dozen drinks well, in even three hours. If, well, even if you can't, though. Um, I mean, it's not good for me. But do you? Oh, maybe you're but the wrong person. But is remembering my problems. <laughs> <laughs> or being bored with life. Yes, or listening to you <laughs> helps to take the edge off. I have known teetotalers who find any level of drinking abhorrent. But for general casual drinkers... Who feels like their friend who had four beers while you watched an entire NFL game was binge drinking at your house? Nobody. Nobody. They got to come up with a different term. Does your husband drink? Well, what do That's they my mean? My only question. What do they mean by one sitting? If I get up and go to the bathroom, is it now two sittings? <laughs> have I started the clock over again so I can have another four drinks? Excellent. I don't actually don't know what that means. One sitting. No, it's it's meaningless. Four or more drinks in one sitting, uh, with a quarter of them binge drinking at least weekly. Well, again, watching an NFL game, you had four beers. Big freaking deal. Yeah, I know. They go too far with this stuff. They do. And it does more harm than good. I don't understand how more people don't realize that. If you make the average person think, well, you're exaggerating. You didn't help anybody. Who do you think you're helping with this? And the actual, you know, drinking way to excess, it's going to kill them crowd. You're not going to put a dent in them anyway. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I think from on high, they believe, well, everybody is hanging on our every word and, and obeying our uh, our orders and suggestions, so let's err to the side of caution. But no, people don't behave that way. They compare it to real life, and, and they think, wow, these these... Since these uh, this advice, these precautions, they're too strict, I'm going to ignore them completely. Uh, varies by age, sex, and location. It's higher among men than women. Um, and, uh, for instance, the total deaths, the percentage of deaths of binge drinking in Mississippi is 9%. In New Mexico, it's almost 22%. Hmm. And I'm not exactly sure why. Especially high among Native Americans, of whom there are many in New Mexico. I wonder if that's it. I thought it was something about Santa Fe. Makes you want to get your drink on. Here's the part you'll really like. The study's authors say the number of premature deaths could be reduced with policy changes, such as increased alcohol taxes. Okay. Yeah. You know any... um, Hardcore alcoholics that are going to be affected by raising the price of something by a quarter of beer. No, hey, here, here's a question. No, they'll just give up other things. Uh, here's a question for you. Uh, this is uh, straight out of the John Roberts uh, school of torturing uh, the vocabulary, um, in which he called uh, the uh, Obamacare penalties taxes, even though Congress had said specifically they're not taxes, they're penalties. At what point is... A tax designed to alter your behavior, a fine. If I'm drinking too much, according to you, whomever, and I'm paying a 10% tax on on booze, you jack it up to 25%. You're taking my money because I did something. That you don't like. that, that, That other person doesn't like. You're calling it a tax. But is it? Well, I think, yeah, sin taxes are fines or penalties. That ought to be written into the law somehow. That would be my great libertarian victory. Hmm. I think cigarettes got expensive enough it actually did have an effect on people. I think so, too, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have never known a smoker who denied the, the poor health effects. I've known people who smoked anyway or I they feel couldn't great. quit or whatever. <laughs> I think it's good for your lungs. Um, I've never known anybody to say that. And so I think the added cost added to what they already yeah. knew is, you know, the, nothing it's is a, one thing. It, I, the things combine. It's a poor comparison, and I shouldn't have made it. The uh, there, There's no excusable safe level of smoking. I mean, you, you shouldn't smoke a single cigarette, really. True. But no, most normal people don't have any problem with anybody who wants to have a glass of wine with dinner or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or uh, 25 Coors Lights on a Friday night. Yeah. I'm so intrigued by my own question. I've really impressed me today. Um, <laughs> at what point is a syntax a fine? Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. What Maybe means. some of my libertarian brethren who hang in on things better than I do would like to t- take a whack at that one. Uh, yeah, I can see Tim Sandifer having a good answer for that question. We will finish strong with a couple of news notes for you next. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. How cynical do you want to be about politics? Are you not cynical enough? Let me just push you over the edge before we call it a day. <laughs> Lovely. Um, if Trump did the same sort of thing, it would have been mocked in four Pinocchios and fact check. And how many lies can one man tell? But last week on the campaign trail, Joe Biden mentioned in Florida while he was giving a big speech. He said, on my watch, for the first time in 10 years, seniors are getting an increase in their Social Security checks. Uh, in case you don't know, there is a law that's been in place for half a century that your Social Security amount is tied to inflation. As inflation goes up, the Social Security checks automatically go up. You can't stop it. You'd have to change the law. 
Right. But he said, on my watch, okay, he fudged a little. He didn't take credit for it necessarily. When pressed about the comments, Jean-Pierre suggested that Mr. Biden was not trying to take credit for the cost of living increase. Okay. I thought, well, that's all right. Until over the weekend when the White House tweeted out, seniors are getting the biggest increase in their Social Security checks in 10 years through President Biden's leadership. That was the official (laughs) White House tweet over the weekend. That is some delicious spin. We've driven inflation so high, you're getting the biggest inflation adjustment ever. Do you think that's what they're trying to what they're trying to claim? Anyway, they got pushed back on that because even you know some people even on the left were willing to point out uh, it's been the law for fifty years that Social Security goes up with inflation. I mean, when they came up with Social Security roughly sixty years ago. Um, Obviously, somebody said, well, what about inflation? Oh, we'll have to have it go up with inflation. Um, so you can't say that. So the White House has deleted the tweet. But there again, I mean, how cynical do you want to be? And again, if if Trump had tweeted out something like that, taking credit for something that was nonsensical, he had nothing to do with, he'd have got four Pinocchios, fact check, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All day long. Of course. It's amazing Republicans ever win an election. Given the monolith that is the lefty media. God, that should be so out of bounds. From the White House, Twitter. You know Come what? On. I think I think it is out of bounds, and I think to the extent that people ever hear about it, they reject it uh, forcefully, and they will march to the polls and administer a firm-handed electoral spanking, which is more than deserved. Well, do you feel like that? That's helping anything? Did anybody? Well, we better oh, get our no. act together. Do you see what happened in the midterms? We better stop lying. <laughs> no. Has either the... side said that recently? Well, no, but we only have one recourse, and that's it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's incredibly stupid and cynical. KJP just has to, like, hold, have made a card and hold it up occasionally at her, her press briefings that says, Psst, he's senile. Although that doesn't explain this. This is official uh, spin. But they're desperate. So you think what they meant was, yeah, we passed policies that made inflation go up. So good news. Your Social Security checks went up, too. <laughs> well, that's well, what do you have left? That's all you have left. Hey, look how big your Social Security check is. It's barely keeping pace. In fact, it's not. Yeah. If you, yeah, I don't want to be a downer on the way out the door. I'm uh, enjoying the press circling this NBA player who tweeted out the anti-Semitic movie thing. When the press gets the feeling that somebody's about to completely blow up their lives, man, they get enthusiastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if it bleeds, it leads, including, you know, metaphorically. It's such a feeding frenzy when they see somebody destroying themselves. There's already an Elvis of Throats now presenting Armstrong and Getty. That's kind of similar to the music I went to the other night, only it was in Norwegian. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. All right, then. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. Michelangelo, our technical director, will lead the way. Michael? Yeah, we were talking about binge drinking. Uh, Last Thanksgiving, we had a relative that drank two Coors Lights during the entire NFL game, and I called for an intervention, so maybe (laughs) I should have been a little. Should have called for an ambulance. Good Lord. Young Alex is our behind-the-scenes producer. Alex, final thought? Yeah, we were talking about the Powerball earlier, and uh, I actually won. 
the Powerball. Uh, no, no, not the jackpot. No, uh, I got the Powerball number correct. I won four bucks. So okay, um, yeah, you were close. You were this close. You're buying lunch, Jack. A final thought. Yeah, I made the mistake about talking about it in my living room last night. So nobody won the Powerball at one point two billion. It's now one point five billion. Another draw on Saturday, and Henry's really bugging me to buy tickets. So we'll we'll each get a ticket, and I don't know. I don't, know if, that's a, I don't know if that's a good lesson or a bad lesson or a nothing. Mm. My final thought is there's got to be a way to avoid ordering badly at a restaurant. I went with one sort of food in mind. I got swayed to another one. It wasn't good. Disappointing. Well, first of all, I'll alert the people of Ukraine to your plight. Secondly, <laughs> um, the way I get around it is I always order the same thing. If I strike upon something I like, I always get that. Yeah, there's that. There's that. But my first choice was ordering badly, too. It's fish and chips. I love fish and chips, but it's so greasy that, like, halfway through it, I think, good Lord, what have I done? (laughs) But I can't help it. It's compulsive. Wow. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com, and you can find all the podcasts there. Uh, Extra large, one more thing. Uh, Armstrong and Getty on demand. Drop us a line. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Pick up some swag, would you, for the loved one in your life who enjoys the show in time for Christmas. See you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. That didn't make a lot of sense. That just didn't. Come on. I yield the rest of my time, but this. Man, that makes my soul bleed. Well, I'm gonna call my lawyer. Gonna. I was wondering, you know, what you felt about that. I really don't give. Well, you can't exactly sum that up in one sentence. Next question. And boom goes the dynamite. Thank you. I'm sorry. Thank you, everybody. They're fine. On that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.